Welcome to Non-Gendered Fitness, where we explore health, fitness, transitioning, and queer life from beyond the binary. Proudly brought to you by Fearless Movement Collective, the home of queer fitness and health. And here's your host, Bowie Stovar. Hi there, welcome to Non-Gendered Fitness. This is episode nine. My name is Bowie Stover, my pronouns are they, them, and I am flippin' stoked to have you join me today. This show is recorded on the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Sovereignty never was and never will be ceded, and I pay my respects to the elders past, present, and emerging. So today we're going to be looking at how you can stay active while you're self-isolating at home. Now, this is a big one because there's so many of us now who have been asked to stay home because of the coronavirus. So we're all kind of in a position where we're just at home. And we may not necessarily have anything to do other than when we watch Netflix. But once we get sick of Netflix or gaming or things like that, finding some other positive outlets to not just fill our time, but kind of help relieve stress and help ourselves feel better. So looking at how you can stay active at home today, um, it's going to be uh, some pretty helpful tips in here for you. So from this episode, I hope that you learn what items you can use in your home to train with. Uh, You'll learn what movements you can do that are safe to practice on your own and how you can start moving more while you're at home. Because with all the time that we've got on our hands at the moment, maybe now is a great time to start start that thing that you have always wanted to do but never had time. Because let's face it, none of us really have anywhere to go at the moment for a multitude of reasons, whether it's uh, because we may be unwell ourselves, because we are in self-isolation or we're social distancing ourselves from other folks around us. Uh, some people are losing jobs, you know, so we maybe that we're caught at home because we don't even have employment to access anymore. These are some pretty freaking hectic times and there's a whole lot of stuff going on. And one thing I do know is that finding some routine through stressful situations can be really helpful in just bringing some balance to your life. And one of the ways that I've found to do it is with moving. See, our bodies were made to move in a heap of different ways. And when we're at home, if we spend too long sitting down, we can actually end up you know, getting quite stiff and feeling lethargic. It's so funny to think that sometimes the um, less you move, the more tired it can actually make you because it, movement stimulates our energy system and stuff like that. So if we're someone who, say, went from going to university and studying a lot or going to a job and being active through the day to now being at a point where we like just a bit more sat at home, especially if you're in a small home and don't necessarily have a lot of space to move around, is you might actually start finding yourself a bit more tired and feeling just blur because being inactive can kind of create that feeling in the body. And it is possible to move your body at home uh, and knowing how to move and if you're doing it right, you know, when you think about moving can make it a bit daunting. And not only to mention that it does feel weird when you first start moving your body in different ways. I get it. This is uh, some, this is something that I've spoken with a lot of my crew about because a lot of the people that I support are in the online space. I have a training app that I use to train a whole bunch of folks all around the world on how to move their bodies in the safety of their own home. Because for so many people, Sometimes it's the not only the safest place for them to do it, but it's sometimes the only place where they can do it. I get how overwhelming it can feel getting started moving at home when you're not really sure 
on what the plop you're doing. And especially when it feels weird, because if it feels weird, there's that question. It's like, shit, am I doing this right? Like, should it feel this weird? Maybe it feels weird because it's the wrong way to move. It's like, no, it just feels weird because it's a new way to move. And you, you may not be so coordinated in the movement, so it, feel, it can feel extra uncomfortable. Another good reason to start getting active while we're in isolation at home is because short-term and long-term, the implications that moving our bodies in any way that you like has on the body, even the smallest amount done regularly, can really shape huge change in your life. So when I talk about moving your body at home, you know, just because I support people through physical training in a structured way doesn't mean that that's the way that you've got to follow. If that's not your jam, totally get it. This is not everyone's jam. And there are other ways that you can do it. And there's a there's a bunch of different options which I will go through a little bit later because, you know, it's got to be what works for you. Doing something that like you're not really into because you think you should. Like, oh, it's good for me, so I, I should do this. Oh, it's good for me, so I should enjoy it. But if you're not, if you don't, like if you're not liking it and you don't enjoy it, that's okay. You don't have to because there's a heap of different ways that you can move that have nothing to do with one specific type of way. You are not locked into anything. <laughs> In conclusion, any way that you can move that helps you feel good is the right way to move for you. And it's also based on things like what your physical limitations may be, your ability to physically function and stuff like that. So all of these factors come into play to help you feel good moving in certain ways. So what plop can you do to begin moving at home and what can you use? I had a lot of fun with writing this episode because when you're at home, you don't necessarily have a lot of gym equipment because most people think when they train, it's like, well, you need weights or you, you start imagining all of the stuff that's at a gym. You know, you've got the training machines, you've got weights, you've got uh, resistance bands or cable machines. There's all these different fancy looking pieces of equipment out there. And there's this image that's sold. It's like, well, if you're training, then you have to use, uh, you know, this XYZ equipment. And if you're not doing that, then it's not training. And it's like, well, that's not true. <laughs> You know, there's a multitude of things that you can use when it comes to training at home. And it doesn't even have to involve training equipment at all, right? So that's the first, one of the biggest things I think as people think of training is that it has to involve some sort of equipment. Firstly, you can do a whole bunch of body weight movements and you can get a whole lot of benefit from them. You know, when we when we think about training, we think of, you know, squats and push-ups and using using the training machines and the and the weights. But if you're at home, you're not necessarily going to be able to do that. And I've found some of the most effective outcomes from moving your body can come just by moving it without anything. One of the best ways to start is not through lifting heavy things, but it's just about learning how to move your body safely. See, mobility or developing a range range of movement through our joints is one of the best things we can do when it comes to moving our bodies. Because if we can't move our limbs to the full range that they are able to, then putting any sort of load, like by lifting weights on top of that, is only going to lead to an injury. When we ask our body to go into a certain position, it's not going to necessarily have developed the strength required to maintain a safe posture. And this is a big misconception that happens with training, that it's all about, you know, the the fun looking stuff, which is, you know, big, big weights and, you know, lifting heavy things or all that sort of stuff. But it's just not true. It's how well your body can move because you can have someone out there who's like super ripped. They may look, you know, muscly as like they're super fit and all this, but they can actually have 
some of the worst mobility you will find, and that means that their bodies aren't actually functional. So learning to move your body without weight, just getting your joints moving through their full range of movement, allowing your muscles to stretch and then contract uh, is probably one of the most beneficial things you can do. So we've actually set up a whole YouTube channel with a bunch of different mobility exercises that you can jump in and follow along to and just start learning to feel your body moving. And they're not they're not like super intense movements and they're not big big movements that feel really overwhelming. You're not going to get super puffed or anything like that. They're really just about allowing your body to move in a bunch of, I must say, they're kind of a little bit, it may feel a little bit weird. Some of the positions are pretty not normal and you might get some pretty intense, I want to say discomfort in certain movements because you are going to be asking your muscles to stretch in ways that they just may not be used to. If you can embrace the discomfort, <laughs> then you can get some benefit out of it. And it's not about sitting in uncomfortable positions for really long periods of time either. It's really just about following along to a movement that for a short period of time, uh, that long term can just help your body in general move better. See, stretching and contracting the muscles increases the blood flow to them. So what we're actually doing when we increase blood flow to our muscles is brings oxygen to more parts of our body. And the more oxygen that we have in our body, the better our body functions and the better our brain functions. Because with every inhale that we take, our brain takes a majority of the oxygen that our body uses because our brains need a lot of oxygen. So the more we can move our body and increase our blood flow, the more oxygen we bring into our bodies. This is a bunch of different positive implications. Not only are we adding uh, more blood flow to our muscles and therefore bringing more oxygen to our muscles, we're bringing more oxygen to our brain and that lifts our mood. And when it's kind of the circumstance that we're in right now, any sort of opportunity we can take to help just even if it's for like a couple of minutes, hey, just anything that can help lighten your mood and if it's having a quick stretch for two minutes with one particular movement, it will really help. And not only oxygenating your body and oxygenating your brain, but it helps your heart and lungs go. And when you start uh, moving your body, you start breathing deeper. And deep breathing lowers your heart rate, which helps calm your central nervous system, which helps your muscles relax. So it's like this really neat little cycle of movement and stretch and oxygen and a lowering of the heart rate. It can be quite calming. I can't think of a better time than now when everything is fucking hectic to be able to take a moment and just, and this is, I am in no way saying that this is going to fix everything, that this is going to stop all your stress because I know that's not true and I would not imply that. But what it can do is just a little, taking just that little moment to stretch your body during the day can over time, start to just ease things a little. And it's doing that one little positive thing for you. If everything else in the world is looking fucked at the moment and you can see one little positive thing, one good thing, and that's just doing that little thing for you, then that does make a difference because even though all this stuff is happening, it is still possible to find moments to care for yourself and feel good. And I think at the moment, considering as so many people's health is at risk, they're doing what we can to start really caring more for ourselves and our health is only going to do good for all of us. So you can jump on to our YouTube channel. I will pop the link in the notes and there's like 20 or so different movements in there that you can follow along to. Now, these movements are the ones that I've found work to really help the body move the best. These movements I've kind of learned over the last seven years as a trainer 
what I've found with these movements is they are generally the ones that people need the most to help get the most movement back from their bodies because we spend so much time sitting that there's certain movements that we can do that really help to open our bodies up, particularly if we're people who have been sitting for a long time, particularly if we're people who chest bind, if we're someone who has some sort of postural challenges. These movements are really great in helping to just allow the body to really open up and stretch and just give some extra movement to areas that may not often get movement. So I'll link to the show notes, link in the show notes to our YouTube channel where you can jump in and you can watch me moving my body in a bunch of different ways and talking through all these exercises and just explaining why they're good, why, you know, what they do, how they work and stuff like that. Say you are someone who just wants to start with gentle stretching, but you want to also do more. That is totally a thing as well. You can jump in, you can watch the movement, the mobility videos that I've got up on YouTube there. You can follow along to them, but if you're still feeling like you want something a little bit more vigorous, and especially if you're someone who's moved in the past um, and done some sort of training and kind of knows some basics, then that mobility, those mobility videos are a great start. And you can always follow that up with some more dynamic stuff if you're feeling comfortable too. When I'm talking about dynamic movements, I'm talking about, you know, the, the things that we all hear about, which is, you know, squats or push-ups or lunges and those sorts of movements. They're really, I think, commonly known. I, actually, that's probably very presumptive of me. I can't say they're commonly known. Some people may not know any of them at all, but they are accessible on YouTube. If you do want to look up any of these movements, you can Google search them and get a bazillion different explainer videos on how to do them all if you're someone who is not familiar with them. If you are someone who's familiar with movement and say you've had your gym shut down because that's happening all over the place, so you may be stuck at home and you're like, well, what the fuck am I going to do now? Well, I've put together a little list of things that you can use from around the home that will help you with your movements. And and I think the best item that you could use and probably one of the safest as well is a loaded backpack because a heavy backpack is actually really good for you. Kind of adds load to the body in a safe way because the backpack kind of sits closely to your body, gives an even distribution of weight, which means you can generally move quite safely when you're wearing it. And wearing a backpack uh, is going to be ideal if you're doing any sort of squat variation, whether that's just a standard squat or a sumo squat or a Bulgarian squat or a split squat, like any of those sorts of movements. Uh, wearing a backpack and squatting is going to be a great way to add load for any sort of leg movements if you want. Deadlifting with it as well, not only wearing it on your back, but you could also pop it off your back, just hold it in front of you and use it as a weight that you can just lift up and down in front. See, the cool thing about a backpack is you can load it up and unload it as much as you want. I guess dependent on how good of a quality your backpack is. I would hate for someone to load their backpack up too much and then rip the handles off it or something like that. That could be really tragic for someone. We should not laugh about that. <laughs> and you can also get backpacks in different sizes as well. So it really allows for some pretty diverse movements. Deadlifting at the backpack is also another really great one, whether you're wearing it or whether you're holding it in front of you to use as a as something to lift up. Lunging as well kind of goes hand in hand with your squats. You can wear it push-ups. Now be careful with this one because having that extra weight on your back might lead to some hip sagging. So you really want to make sure when you're doing your push-ups that you're squeezing your butt nice and tight because your butt is the powerhouse of your body. All your postural strength and all your form and strength comes from your butt. So 
squeezing your butt when you're doing a push-up not only makes it easier, also keeps your lower back safe. And we always want to look after our lower backs. You can chest press your backpack if you have a, I don't know, you could lay on your table, you could just do, uh, do it for, uh, chest press from the floor, or if you can find a way to elevate yourself so you can get your elbows down past your ribs, you can chest press a backpack. You can shoulder press a backpack, you know, just press it straight up overhead. You can hold it on your front and you can do sit-ups. You could do loaded hip raises, holding it low on your hips, up, um, laying on your back, backpack on your hips and just raising your butt up off the ground, back down again. You could even crawl whilst wearing it. Now, crawls are one of my favorites. If, uh, <laughs> if anyone who's ever trained with me knows that crawls are probably like my ultimate most favorite movement that I do myself and that I like people to do. And wearing a backpack just makes it more challenging. So I'm not talking about crawling like on hands and knees. Uh, it's crawling where you're on your hands and your feet and your knees hover like about two centimeters above the ground. And it's really slow controlled movements. Um, I've also heard it called uh, like leopard crawls as well. Uh, it's it's uh, yeah, pretty much hands and hands and feet, knees hover and you move yourself along the ground. Such a challenge, such a great movement. It's I'm obsessed with this movement. <laughs> and adding a backpack to that is only going to make it more intense and really, it'll really work the core as well. So a backpack is super versatile. It's probably going to be your best friend through so much of this time that you're at home. And like I said, it's really one of the safest options for you because they're built to carry heavy things. They're designed to sit nice and closely on your body. So when it comes to movements, they are going to help keep you safe as well. If you are wearing a backpack and you do find that you're, say, you're squatting or anything like that and you find your chest dropping forward, you really want to be careful with that. If you are going to be wearing a backpack and doing any sort of squat, lunge, deadlift type variation, making sure your chest stays up as tall as you can is going to be key here. So if you find you're really struggling to, um, with having your chest dropping forward, you might have to take a little bit of stuff out of the backpack because it may just be that it's a bit too heavy and you may not necessarily have the postural strength that you need to hold yourself upright while putting yourself into whatever position that you're putting yourself into. And that's okay. It is always better to start light and add load than it is to go heavy straight away because that's how you get injured. So there's no, there's no space for ego in training. And lifting heavy doesn't mean you're lifting well. And lifting heavy doesn't mean that you're good at something. So always train smart. And that means starting and working within the range that you are capable of working in. Because if you injure yourself, then you can't train at all. And then no one's winning. <laughs> so always training within your ability. It is so important. And don't try and push through if something's feeling painful. Do not push through that. Pain means stop. Discomfort is okay, but pain is not. You don't train through the pain. If you're finding that you're doing any sort of these movements with your backpack and you're starting to get pain or twinges in an area, stop. You've either done too much or you've moved in a way that maybe uh, might have compromised the safety of one of your joints and a pain is often uh, the muscle spasming in an attempt to save a compromised joint. So you really want to be mindful of that, of just training safe, especially at the moment because you may not have then access to support such as massage therapy and stuff like now. So it's really, really important while we're in self-isolation that we're also being really smart because 
usually we would have access to other support networks out there, but at the moment they may not just be not just be available. So being really mindful of that is going to be really important and it's really going to help keep you safe. So another cool thing that you can use at home if you had them is stairs. Stairs are a really kind of unassuming training implement. <laughs> There's a, I don't know if you've ever been to a gym. If you have, you may have seen them. There's actually a machine and all it is is a rotating set of stairs. It's like really tall and it's got about maybe five steps um, exposed at one time and it's kind of like a stepped escalator and you just it just runs around in this little cycle and you just spend your time walking on the spot on these stairs because stairs are hard work <laughs> but you can use them as an elevated platform for push-ups like if you want to do incline push-ups or if you want to put your feet on the step and your hands on the ground and give yourself the extra challenge of going down below parallel you can use uh, stairs for dips for tricep dips so just sitting on the edge with your hands beside your hips shifting your butt forward and then lowering yourself down till your butt's near like right hovering above the ground and then press yourself back up you can use them for step ups like as an elevated platform to take that big step up you can use them for lunging on now if you are using the stairs please make sure that you're being really careful with them because as i said at the moment we're not necessarily going to have access to to massage therapists or chiros or any of those sorts of things for everyone's safety. So injuring yourself, say if you twinge yourself at the moment and you can't get a massage, man, shit is going to be sucky. And we want to avoid that as much as possible. So work within your limitations. If you're using something that you may not have used before, like a backpack, just take your time. There's no rush. Just be careful with it. If you're using stairs, be ultra careful. The last thing you want is to like slip, slip down a step and twist and twist an ankle or something like that. If you are someone who has training equipment at home, then you can use it in its prescribed way. If you've got some training gear at home, I'm going to make the assumption that you probably know how to use it. In which case, you can use, say, a dumbbell for any number of different things. You could hold it for squats. You could do single leg deadlifts. You could do curls, like bicep curls. You can do overhead presses. You can do front raises or lateral raises. Like there's such a wide variety of ways you can use specialized training equipment. And if you are someone who has those or resistance bands, totally add them to anything that you're familiar with. Now that we've talked about what you can use, how can you get movement into your day? Well, if you're someone who may have had to stop going to the gym, then you're familiar with training. You may have a little bit of motivation there. So changing it up a bit so that you're not going to the gym anymore, but doing it at home can be pretty simple. It's just about setting a time each day or every second day or how often you want to train, setting that time and then setting yourself a reminder. And then when that time comes around, the reminder goes off, just doing your thing. If you're someone who's been going to gym, you probably have a routine and you probably could just follow that same routine just at home using what you've got available to you. One of the most important things is deciding what you're going to do though. So if you've got that experience with training and or you've had a program, trying to find ways to use things at home to follow that program is going to be the best thing for you. If you know what you're doing, it makes it easier to start training. Because you're not having to, say, set an alarm. Be like, yeah, I'm going to train today. Your alarm goes off. You go, yes, I'm going to train. Oh, what am I doing? And then spend 10 minutes trying to think about what you're doing or going on YouTube and be like, oh, I better look up some things to do. You want to have that planned beforehand. So that way, when the time comes, you can just jump straight in and you know what you're going to do. Having that certainty can be super helpful there. 
So if you are someone, though, who is maybe just looking at training because you're trying to support your health while you're in um, self-isolation or you've been wanting to do it for a while but have never found the time but suddenly have an abundance of time (laughs) because some of us have suddenly found ourselves with a lot of time on our hands because we're at home, then we have actually created an accessible program that is super safe for anyone at home and it takes all the guesswork out of training because you're not having to plan it. We've planned it for you. See, we've done this because we've had a whole bunch of people recently reaching out to us, asking us about how to train at home, asking um, what they can do, joining up with us because they want to be able to move their bodies while they're at home. And we've been working with the TGD community now for three years online, helping them support their bodies from their homes. So we've got some pretty good stuff set up already. But we wanted to change what we've normally been doing because we wanted to make something that was as completely accessible as possible. So we've run a few programs, but for people who may not have work at the moment, we realize that they're not necessarily going to be the best option because they're not accessible because the cost of them is a little bit more than what they ha- uh, that some people may have funding for at the moment. So we've gotten together, myself, when I say we, myself and my business partner and partner Zay, they were on a podcast episode with me a few weeks back, actually talking about their experiences with training. <laughs> so we've gotten together and we've talked about what we can do to support our community the best way we can while they are at home and looking at what they can do to support their needs. And what we've come up with is we think a pretty fucking rad little program that's all based on what the best movements that I've learned over the past seven years training like a bazillion not a bazillion different people that's inaccurate but hundreds of people much more accurate (laughs) training a bunch of different people of all different age groups from all different physical capabilities and functionalities with all sorts of different physical limitations and what I've learned from supporting all these people in because we all live kind of similar lifestyles is that there's some really important movements that we could all add to our lives that are designed to help people safely get moving in their homes without having to have equipment, without having to have any experience or any specific physical capabilities. And all these movements are going to make a difference to how you feel and to how your body functions. So I've put together a bunch of different programs that anyone can sign up for jump in and get started moving their body today. The training programs, because we wanted to keep them accessible, they're not individualized, but I've used all of my knowledge to come up with the best possible programs that I can for folks, knowing what is going to work, having seen what does work with people. Because we want to give you all the highest quality training that we possibly can at the most accessible cost that we can possibly give you which is why we're running out our program for 10 Aussie bucks a week and it gives you an opportunity to take the guesswork out of training at home so you're not going to have to feel super overwhelmed like what the fuck am I going to do all you need to do is jump into the app you've got a training little training session there ready to go it's like super incremental as well so if you're not someone who's familiar with training you're not going to have to jump in and smash out 45 minutes (laughs) no way the sessions start really really gradually and really give a gentle introduction to just how you can move your body so that you can start getting used to it because what we've also learned is that it can be really confronting 
starting a training program and thinking, how am I going to do this by myself? But that's a cool thing about online training because, well, you're not alone because you've got a trainer who you can contact. But not only that, we've built a rad little online community of a bunch of trans, neurodiverse folks who have wanted to move their bodies, wanted to learn how to train, but just weren't sure how, but wanted to do it at home and wanted to do it safely. So you're not going to be alone with any of this online training because we've got a community there that you get to be part of when you join up with us, when you jump in and you start moving your bodies and get ready to go. The payments are secure as well because we run everything through PayPal, so you're not going to have to worry about giving anyone any bank details and all that. We want you to feel as comfortable as possible with getting your body moving. So we've taken all the guesswork out of it for you. We've made it simple. You don't need equipment. You don't need skills. You don't need anything other than your fabulous self and whatever clothes you feel comfortable in. It doesn't matter what they are. It could be a pair of jeans. It could be a singlet and jocks. It could be pajamas. It could be training gear. It doesn't matter. If you feel good about moving in what you're wearing, then please wear that. You're at home. You can wear whatever the plop you want to train in. You don't need name brand shit. <laughs> That's all just bullshit consumerism that convinces people that if they're going to train and they need a specific outfit, which is just not true. And I don't endorse any sort of buying into capitalism when possible because capitalism and consumerism are two pretty fucked systems, to be honest with you. <laughs> so... You can set this all up. You could start anytime you wanted. And the cool thing is this training is totally flexible. So you can get uh, access to our online members site through our website as well as through an app. And on our online members website, you can go in and you can change your schedule for the training times to suit anywhere you like. See, online training is ultra flexible. It's one of the freaking raddest things about it is that you make it all about you. You make it fit in around your schedule and where you're at and when you want to do it. If you want to train at midnight, by all means, friend, you put that in your schedule to train when that suits you. You know, some people who are shift workers, maybe that's the only time they have. We get that. So we want to keep things flexible for you. We want you to feel so good about training and have the freedom to feel like you can just do it whenever. You don't need permission. You are a grown ass person who makes the decisions for themselves and you can choose to do that whenever you want. There is no one who's telling you, well, I'm not going to tell you, you have to get up at six o'clock in the morning and train. <laughs> not at all. You train when it works. And that's the cool thing about this program. You get access to jump in and change that around to whenever it suits you. You get to be part of our community. It's all secure payments through PayPal, so you don't have to worry about giving any card details or anything to anyone. $10 reduce a week. It is billed fortnightly, so it would be 20 bucks a fortnight or bi-weekly if you're not in Australia or maybe somewhere who doesn't use fortnightly. Every two weeks. Every two weeks, <laughs> you get charged 20 Aussie dollars to continue the program and it's there for you for as long as you want to be involved with the program with our community and with us and we'll be there to back you up the whole way so you're not going to be alone you're not going to be guessing if you have questions you can ask me those questions and I am here to answer them for you <laughs> you have access to your very own trainer for 10 bucks a week boom <laughs> things can feel a little bit daunting at the moment but there are positives from all of this and one of them can be you learning how to connect with your body learning how to move your body a bit more feel a bit better in yourself and start working towards some goals that you may have been working towards or you may have wanted to start working towards 
So what if, for whatever reason, you cannot do this right now because that also happens and we are not by any means saying that you have to start moving. That is not true. If you don't feel up to moving right now because, you know, shit is still pretty hectic for you, that is okay. We get it. If you like, I'll link to last week's episode where I shared four different ways that you can help reduce your stress. That might be a good place to start because if you're still in that state of stress or anxiety or however stress shows up for you, I get that you're probably not going to want to move your body right now. And that's totally okay. This is all optional. And this is not the only way you have to move your body, but I'll get to that in a moment. (laughs) But so if you are someone who does want to move, but for whatever reason, can't afford the at-home training program that we're running, then you can just try us out for seven days. We do have a free seven-day program. You can jump in, you can have a go, and you can see what that's like. You can take those exercises away, and you can do them even after the seven days. They are exercises that you can do at home that are going to help you if you're someone who doesn't necessarily want to have a structured training program right now. So jump in, try out our seven days, take away what I give you there. You can have that. I would love for you to have that. If it's going to help you in your life to have some little things written down that you can do to move your body, then please do that. You are welcome to it. If that is not your bag also, and you don't know where to begin moving, you can jump into YouTube and follow along to any number of different movement videos that are available. You could try out yoga, you could try out Tai Chi, you could try out some old school 80s style aerobics, you could do high intensity interval training. There are so many other options out there. I had one person who I worked with who loved to go onto YouTube and find dance videos and follow along, and I think that's freaking cool because you can learn how to dance. Like, how rad is that? You could come out of self-isolation and be able to bust a move and just totally rock it. And I think that would be pretty freaking cool, actually. Maybe I should take up dancing. (laughs) Fill some of my time. (laughs) But YouTube has a bunch of different options out there for you. If structured training is just not your jam or you want a different type of variety there, but it really is limited. You could look up any number of how to move videos and you will find something for you. It is an absolute goldmine. And there are some pretty rad humans out there who deliver these these little uh, follow-along instructional training videos in some really rad ways as well. So if you don't feel up to moving or you're having trouble moving, you could just start with breathing. You can start by taking a moment to either lay on the floor or sit in a chair, take a big deep breath in through your nose, feel your ribs expand, feel your stomach fill, and then slowly let it out through your mouth. And you can sit there and you can take a minute breathing deep in through your nose, feeling your stomach expand, feeling your ribs expand, breathing out through your mouth. And you can do even just like three breaths like that would help. You could do it for a minute. It's a really great way to get started because it it is going to relax your body. Deep breathing helps slow your heart rate. It helps oxygenate your blood the same way stretching does, but with a little bit less movement involved. And it helps to ease muscle tension as well. So if you're not feeling up to moving at all in any way, try breathing. Try just starting with some nice deep breathing. I will actually link to a YouTube video that I have done explaining all about how you can deep breathe. So you can follow along to that and it is 
one of the best ways to start. So let us recap. <laughs> We've talked about a lot of stuff today. I think I say that at the end of every episode. But <laughs> today we've looked at what items you can use at home to use to help you move. But this is particularly great if you are someone who's had to stop going to the gym because of social isolation laws that are now in place. We've looked at how you can create a plan for yourself before your training session starts so that when it's time for you to train, you know what you're doing to jump straight in. We've looked at our accessible at-home training program that you can use to train. You don't need any equipment. You don't need any any training clothes. You don't need anything other than yourself. And you can access a structured program. It's super easy to follow through our app and online. has our online community there for support as well as myself and Zay. For just 10 bucks a week, build at 20 bucks a fortnight. And we've talked about finding videos on YouTube that are not structured training programs, but things like yoga or tai chi or dance or aerobics or anything like that, because there are so many opportunities out there for you to start finding the ways that that you can move that just help you feel good. Because that is what it's all about. At the end of the day, after all is said and done. You need to find the ways that you can move that help you feel good about you. And that is the only thing that's ever going to help you stay moving. If movement is something that you want to do, finding it, finding what works. And sometimes it can take time. Sometimes it can be trying out a lot of different things. The same with anything. It's okay to try different stuff. It's okay to start something and not like it and stop. That is all okay. There are no rules here. If it works for you, it works for you. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You can find all of the things that I've talked about today in our show notes. So don't feel like you've got to remember everything. You can go back, you can pop into our show notes and you can read through that. You can find them on our website, www.fearlessmovement.co. You can also email us or message us from our website. You can find us on Facebook at Fearless Movement Collective. You can find us on their Instagram as Fearless Movement Co. or Non-Gendered Fitness. And you can find me, Bowie, on Instagram as the No TNB. Until next week, remember, wash your hands, stay at home, and do what you can to take care of yourself and move your body if you can. Trust me, it'll help. Have a right as day, pals.